This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. U.S.-Chinese acrimony is going nowhere good. This is a follow-on report. As usual, we need some background to see where this has come from to where it is going. After World War II, the U.S. Navy dominated the oceans, which expanded U.S. political influence, national security, and economic reach all over the globe, including the South China Sea. The sea power was one of the powers that made us super. We did the world a great service in protecting sea lanes wherever they may be, which provided the necessary security for world trade that resulted in massive economic globalization. Certainly there was self-interest in this during the Cold War, but no other nation had ever done so much for others' collateral benefit. It could be argued that we created the security for the advancement of the human race. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken met five and a half hours with his Chinese counterparts last weekend, Longer if you account for mealtime. He also got a short period of face time with Xi Jinping, which is the one that mattered. They are hoping to reestablish what has become absent lines of communications and begin to set the table for another round of talks between Presidents Biden and Xi Jinping. Relations between both countries have become threateningly deteriorating, and the hope is that both sides will see the useless risks that this presents and seek to stabilize conditions. What the smart folks say that is needed is a framework to be negotiated where each explains its red lines and they can begin to reestablish a working relationship and smother the prospects of war. So, this is like porcupines attempting to make love. The first thing required is that both sides have to want to get along and there are those in both countries who see war as inevitable. It is not and frankly will not solve anything except kill a lot of people and destroy what is still a working global economy. There's also a struggling expectation that cooler heads and rational conclusions will prevail. Both militaries are preparing for prospects of war with each other and how to win. Most have an inaccurate perception of how China is led. It is complicated. Geopoliticist Peter Zian says that Xi Jinping is the most extreme example of a dictatorial tyrant. Hitler, Mao, and Stalin were dictators, but they had help. They did not run things entirely singularly themselves, having Nazis and Communist Party hierarchy that provided the operating structure to manage their regimes. Xi Jinping is being described as the most controlling dictator ever from a historical perspective, where absolutely nothing happens that he did not decide should happen in China. If it does, there will be retribution. He has purged all rivals, literally shot messengers of bad news, and no underling has the power of guts to speak to power. The irony, then, is that when bad stuff happens, no one will tell him. China has become a dysfunctional bureaucracy with all power concentrated in Xi Jinping. This has been a surprising revelation that has come to light over the past few years. When our president has met with Xi and brought up subjects of discussion, it became apparent to our side that he did not know what we were talking about. He was literally getting news about his country from our president. This has been confirmed by our intelligence monitoring. We knew things happening in China that he had not been informed of. You can imagine the internal repercussions in Beijing from such revelations. Biden says that Xi did not know about the balloon shot down here. I do not think that throwing that out to the public, as Biden did, was a smart thing. Xi Jinping took offense. 
When Secretary of State Blinken met with his Chinese counterparts, they would have little of any authority, fearing that they would somehow generate the ire of the boss. People's Liberation Army generals do not want to talk to our counterparts out of fear of saying something that would not be approved of by Xi or revealing information that Xi did not know. Such mistakes have been lethal. The goose egg still sitting in front of everyone that Beijing sees as the golden egg is, of course, Taiwan. It has been their goal to reunite Taiwan with the communist mainland since Mao, and that is still the goal today of Xi Jinping. It is not happening politically, and patience is thin in Beijing, so that some there are willing to risk unification by military means. Xi would personally make any decision relative to Taiwan. They have been building their military, enlarging the number of vessels in their fleet, dramatically expanding their missile technology to confront the joint allied forces that they would encounter in an invasion attempt. They have done exhaustive invasion planning and have done testing exercises to explore the encountered opposition. I cannot extend my logical rationale far enough to justify an attempt, but the PLA is an ideologically motivated military and far greater opponent than Russia is. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.